There is one mission. There is one goal. To educate and empower women and girls. I'm Latasha Nicole, and I'm the host of Her Rules, a new podcast that will connect generations of women together to inspire and motivate each other. We'll discuss love, money, relationships, and everything in between. It is my belief that when a woman makes the rules, she changes the game. Hello, hello, welcome back. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Her Rules this week. I am Latasha Nicole, and I'm the host of the show. Uh, today I have Miss Nation with me, Dr. Nay, and I also have Miss Deja, Miss Beauty by day over here. <laughs> uh, just a minute to introduce myself. I am the owner of Pivot Point Publishing. As I told you guys before, Pivot Point Publishing is a publishing company for women. We help women to tell their stories. Uh, one of our projects that we have coming out is Sis Stand on My Shoulders, which is a collection of letters for women written to women that are in their 20s, written by women that are just a little bit older than 20, just a little bit, just a little bit older than 20. <laughs> And what we seek to do with that is to help women behind us to understand the struggles and triumphs and tragedies and all that good stuff that we went through to help them to avoid those type of mistakes. So on her rules, every week we will have someone that is a millennial guest, which is Miss Deja this week. And then we also have someone who is just a little bit older than a millennial, just a tad bit. So I'm going to let the guests go ahead and introduce themselves. I'll start with Ms. Deja over here. Tell us who you are. Hey, everybody. I am Deja Spiller. I am the CEO and founder of Beauty by Day, which is a beauty company based around makeup artistry, beauty consulting, and empowering the everyday woman and entrepreneurial women as well. Yeah. And Deja Cole with the makeup brushes, <laughs> y'all. I don't look like it today. But normally, this is my makeup artist, my go-to girl. If you want to see, look at my Instagram bio picture and my Facebook profile picture. Don't look at this, but look at the normal pictures. And her face over there, she got it together. Thank you. Yeah, You're check welcome. me out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Beauty by Day. It's B-E-A-U-T-E by D-A-I. Also, you can check out some of my outputs on beautybyday.com. Definitely check her out. I recommend her. And I, Nay rec actually, Nay recommended yeah. her to me. <laughs> so she's the makeup artist for the whole crew today. Uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, Miss Nation. We've known each other forever, and she's also one of the co-authors in the book, Sis Stand on My Shoulders. Tell us a little bit about you, Miss Nation. All right, greetings. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, uh, Deja's my cousin, and so I recommended her to Latasha. She just... It's been, she's, she's not my artist today, today. I self-dated. <laughs> no, it looks phenomenal. <laughs> but uh, I am Dr. Nashawn Mosley, and I am an author. Um, again, I'm one of the authors in Sister Under My Shoulders, and I also uh, authored my very first book this year, Truthfully Speaking. Um, and Truthfully Speaking is an inspirational memoir of discovery, acceptance, and growth. And I'm also a higher education professional, so I work um, for um, a state institution working with adults that are interested in pursuing uh, either a GED or an undergraduate degree. And I am a community educator, which means I go not only across the city, the state, as well as the country advocating for low-income, first-generation individuals um, and those that are disabled or from disadvantaged populations that have a desire to go to college. 
I'm a mother of a senior in high school, 17-year-old daughter. Looking forward to getting to some nitty-gritty today. Nice, nice. Well, welcome, ladies. Before we get started, we always do our first segment, which is What's the Tea? And as I say every week, it is not about gossip because we don't do that on Her Rules. But we're going to talk about our T-shirts that we're wearing. I ask every guest to wear a talking T-shirt that either represents them or one of their favorite shirts or sayings. And we tell why we chose that shirt. So as usual, I'll go ahead and start. So my shirt says embracing me naturally. And this one is purple. And there are a couple things for this. So I wore this purple shirt today because it's October. And October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And the color is purple. So I wanted to make sure to represent that because that's something relatively uh, important and definitely personal to me and related to today's topic. And then also because it says embracing me naturally. Give a shout out. This shirt was actually done by one of my little sisters, Miss Nikisha, Miss Embracing Me Naturally on Instagram. Check her out. Um, but it's talking about you and yourself. And, you know, as black women, we struggle with a lot of things about embracing ourselves and embracing us naturally. And I believe, I don't think it's on this shirt, but on some of her shirts, it has the woman with the afro and the natural hair. And so it's very important that as we get into the topic today, that we embrace who we are. Yeah. So I will let you go ahead and talk about your shirt, Stacey. Okay. So I am wearing a shirt that literally represents me and my brand. Um, so it's the Beauty by Day t-shirt. Um, it has beauty, style, and design. So these three things literally describe just a few aspects of me, things that I'm passionate about. Um, the logo was phenomenally done by my fiance, Ooh, Matthew. Family business. <laughs> He did an awesome job. Um, it's very basic, but um, I like basic things. I find the beauty in basic things. Um, beauty by day with this t-shirt is just supposed to kind of symbolize everyday beauty. You kind of make up your own beauty as the days go on. It could be anything from a gothic look. It could be anything from a very soft, natural look. It could be a very, um, like a fall look. So it's just depending upon the day. So you can create your own beauty as I like the days it. go on. And I like what you said about basic. I actually prefer the word simple. Yeah. Because it's just simple elegance. I think clean, fresh, black, white. I love it. I love it. I think it represents you well, too. Thank you. I think it's very fitting for you. And your shirt, ma'am? So my shirt um, was gifted to me by my daughter. Uh, and I guess it's a reflection of um, how she sees me. She bought this shirt from the HBCU football classic that was here a couple weeks ago. And it says, educated black woman. Um, and she always refers to me as her role model in regards to education because I did decide to go all the way through with my doctorate degree. So it's just reflective of me. And then it's a sister. Um, so she has her locks. I have my locks. And I thought that was you. Black, you know? <laughs> People are always like, is that you? It's not me. But, you know, but my locks grow back out. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's really reflective of the glasses, the whole look. I love the color um, as well. It's simple, too. It's black. But the gold, the gold, uh, gold makes it stand out. So I like it. I like it. Well, welcome, ladies. So you guys both know why we're here. Um, our topic today is self-care, and I chose that the title for the show today would be Me, Myself, and I. As Beyonce said, me, myself, and I is all I got in the yeah. end. And you are your own priority, and you have to make yourself your own priority. 
Um, like they say on the airplane, you got to put your mask on before you put somebody else's on so that you can take care of you before you take care of somebody else. A couple shows ago, we talked about self-love. And today we're talking about self-care. And when I first, the first thing that comes to mind when I say self-care for some reason, it's always something like massages and manicures and pedicures. But I think it goes a lot deeper than those things. I think that manicures, massages, and pedicures are important, but that's not how I would define self-care. Mm -hmm. What kind of ways do you think that we, we can define self-care, Dr. Nay? Uh, well, in addition Dr. To Nay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in addition to the things that you just named, because um, I'm, I'm all with it. I got a manicure and pedicure scheduled for tomorrow. I love them now. <laughs> um, we have to do, there's mental health and mental wellness, I like to refer to it as. Um, just doing those self-check moments. Um, Spending time on um, going to the doctors, um, making doctor's appointments regularly, right? Yeah. Not just when something's wrong, but oh boy. active and yeah. looking into our health healthcare on an annual basis or biannual basis, depending on what it is. So um, that's just a start. Um, physically, taking care of the physical well-being in addition to the spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, going to church or meditations or yoga or just spiritually feeding yourself and uh, just a diet. What you're putting in your body. Yeah. yeah. We don't realize that a lot of the toxins that tend to come out of our body, you mm -hmm. know, through um, bodily fluids or through our skin, uh, improper skin care, a lot of that has to do with the toxins that we're putting in. You are what you eat, right? So you are what you eat. And so just looking at ourselves from a holistic perspective, not just the ability to be able to get up out of bed every day, but how are you getting out of bed? Are you sluggish throughout the day? Oh my goodness. Um, are you angry? Are you, you know, right. all of those things play into, are we taking uh, good care of ourselves, mind, body, and spirit, so. That's so important, mind, body, and spirit, because we miss that. We miss a lot of things. You know, we find people, when, when somebody says self-care, they think, let's go to the gym and let's work out and let's get strong and get muscles. But it's so much more important than that. And we'll definitely get into a couple of things. But for you, uh, Ms. Deja, tell us about self-care. I know you got some stuff because I posted on Facebook that I woke up sleepy one day and Deja was in my message like, I got the perfect thing for you. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Waking up sleepy, first of all, that's a problem. Yes, ma'am. It actually is a problem. So kind of touching on what cousin Dr. Nay said. Dr. Nay. <laughs> um, it's for me, especially for like myself at this point in my life. Um, Can we just talk about this ring? I'm sorry to interrupt oh, you, but yes. it just caught my attention. It's yes. so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, hopefully a date um, for next September, by the way. Nice. Um, a year from now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, kind of touching on what Dr. Nay said, um, focusing more so um, on your personal health and your personal well-being, because if you don't, then you're kind of just deteriorating and you can't offer anybody Ooh. else any help. That's um, good. When I messaged you about the lack of sleep, um, me and my fiance, we use a company called ID Life for their um, nutrition. They're like an elite nutrition company okay. and I literally have in my lap a 46 page document that tells me what I'm supposed to be uh, doing and eating to take care of my body. See, and that's, life doesn't come with a 46-page manual yeah. about what you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to take care of yourself. I mean, when I, when I posted that statement that I woke up tired, I didn't really think much of it. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't rest well, but yeah. there are reasons 
behind while we're not resting well. Yeah, it could be what you're eating, um, the lack of... um, the brain may be kind of functioning too much right before you go to bed. Somebody make it stop. Yeah, dehydration, all different types of things. But I definitely feel like um, self-care, I kind of focus in on it definitely with the physical appearance as being a beauty consultant. But I've learned over time that it's not always just about cosmetics and skincare. It literally has to start inside of you. Yeah. If your gut is not healthy, a esthetician told me that essentially if you have an unhealthy gut it's going to reflect on your skin so i remember one day years ago maybe about five ten years ago maybe even more i was in the mall and they had a little makeup facial place in the mall Mm -hmm. and i i do suffer with acne it's getting a lot better now but it used to be worse and the lady looked at me she said i could tell just by looking at your face you don't drink enough water Mm. and that was something that i had never really thought about before uh really being careful about drinking your water and eating what you're supposed to eat because it does reflect in your skin and in other ways in your body like you said Um, and we miss the signs we don't really pay attention to what's going on one of the things as i was preparing for this i read the article about beyonce's dad and having breast cancer Mm -hmm. and they said that he noticed his wife noticed that it was blood on the sheets Mm -hmm. and that he had blood on his shirt and that's what caused him to go to the doctor and I just wonder how long had he been experiencing some type of symptoms? Because yeah. I don't think you just wake up one day with blood mm-hmm. on your shirt or on your towel and you're yeah. like, time to go to the doctor. Well, yeah, yeah I guess when you see the blood, you're like, time yeah. to go to the doctor. But something had to happen yeah. before that. Something had to have gone awry before that. And I think a lot of times part of us not taking care of ourselves is not paying attention to our bodies and i know i'm guilty can you are you guilty i absolutely can agree with that Um, many times we don't we don't even know our bodies um we we're afraid to explore our bodies we're afraid to touch our bodies afraid to look in spots you know to figure out is it in alignment is everything intact um and a prime example i just had to have a biopsy done yesterday on my right breast um, and it started with, but had I not gone and gotten my annual mammogram and gotten those results and followed up on those results and then the other results, it was, it's been like three or four trips, but had I not gotten the initial one and had I not done the follow through, then I wouldn't even be aware of what's going on with me right now. So I'm waiting on results. Um, to come early next week but imagine how many of us out there that got some results sitting somewhere that we don't even know are out there because we won't go get the initial exam that's such a good point how we don't not or we go get the initial exam but we never come back for the results or we never follow up with the treatment for so many different reasons and it's you know healthcare is expensive and and it's scary the I, I had the flu a couple weeks ago and the doctor recommended that I go to the emergency room because of some other things that were going on with me and I didn't go to the emergency room because I just felt like if I went they were going to keep me in the hospital and all that stuff because I didn't I just didn't think I needed to go to the emergency room but the doctor made a point of saying people don't want to go to the emergency room because of how much it costs mm. and so we're letting the factor of finances get in the way of how we care for ourselves and that's a problem that's a problem and even more basic than that before we get to a problem 
we need to just be more careful about what we're doing and how we're treating ourselves. Maybe setting up some type of morning routine, yes, a wellness. You have one? You have a Literally. So with finding this, so I did a DNA test with ID Life. So it pretty much told me. Um, what do you mean DNA test? So literally they send you a box. You can order it off their website. It's ID or you can really order it through Beauty by Day at idlife.com. Uh-huh or I'm sorry, beautybyday.idlife.com. But um, you can order the kit. It comes with a number of their lifestyle products. But essentially, they send you a little box. They send you swabs um, and instructions on how to do the actual DNA kit. And you just swab your cheek with all four Q-tips, stick it in the um, package, and mail it off. And so an actual you, DNA test. Yeah, so this is an actual DNA test that tells you um, about your health. It's not necessarily ancestry or history or anything like that. Okay. It's more focused around DNA, genes, and your overall health. So um, for me, it told me I need to do HIIT cardio. Um, I can't eat only three meals a day. I can't eat, you know, in small, like, little patterns. I have to literally eat... Um, small meals throughout the day to make sure I don't black out. Oh, Some wow. people think that, oh, you're greedy or you're always eating this, that, and that. I have learned that I do like to go back for seconds. Uh-huh. But it told me, make sure before you go back for those seconds that you go 30 minutes after. Wait a minute. Oh, so you have a whole plan, though. How? Yes. So we I know what to eat. I know uh, what maybe time of day to eat what. I know what kind of workouts I need to do. And it just so happens that I'm on a 21-day fast. I'm on day three, and I've been doing really great. (laughs) So that's another part, Um, just the simple fact that I want to be um, well as a whole being spiritually. For me, that has been kind of opening my eyes up to a lot of things, um, and especially developing Beauty by Day and developing as a a younger woman. Um, But essentially, that's just something I decided to take on as Making sure I take care of myself. That's good. How old are you? Can I I'm ask? 24. That's amazing to make the decision <laughs> at 24 to take care of yourself. Because yeah. I, I wasn't. Or I don't know where you, I wasn't at all. I'm actually, I'm actually still terrible with taking care of myself, if I'm honest. But as far as being conscious and being intentional about how you take care of yourself, that's amazing. And I guess you're going to be the expert on the show today unless you got some, <laughs> some insight. Because... We, we really need to know. I mean, it's, it's great that you have the ID Life to help you, but if you don't, what are some things that you, you can recommend just from your studies and your research and you as well that we can do to help better take care of ourselves? I definitely recommend um, maybe kind of planning out your days using a planner. Planners are amazing tools, whether they're in your phone or an actual booklet. Um, kind of planning out your days. I find it odd that I have to schedule a time to shave my legs or schedule a time to maybe pop a You said you find that odd? I find it odd because I I I never thought it would be like, oh, let me make sure I take care of this zit on the side of my cheek. Or like, you know, I never thought. But that's important. We get so busy and push past so many things. And just think about how how long you'll go. They used to always say stuff like people only get manicures and pedicures in the summer. Because in the winter, nobody's seeing your feet. So you just kind of keep them. So if you don't, if you're not intentional about the things that you do to care for yourself, we will skip over them. So that's a really good point, too, is to put it on your calendar. And that's actually important, putting yourself on your calendar, scheduling some self-check, check in with yourself time, some self-care time. Because we don't. We don't. Especially women. We, we put everybody <laughs> yeah. ahead of everything, everybody. We working, we got kids, we trying to climb the corporate ladder, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get back to that in a minute. And before yeah. you know it, 
you're sick. Mm-hmm. You're in the hospital. Yeah. Your head hurt. Mm-hmm. You, you know, something happened. You people walk around all the time in pain mm-hmm. and learn how to live in pain. I mm-hmm. know I I have been able to manage headaches so well that I know if it's a headache that I can manage or if it's mm. not. You know, some headaches I'm like, oh that's just a little headache. Yeah. You know, that's nothing. But really you shouldn't be hurt. It's probably something that we need to learn our triggers mm-hmm. because there are triggers, as you probably know, and I'm sure you've learned too, with migraine headaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are things that you could do to help yourself with that. You don't have to suffer through it, but we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And I feel like I've noticed that, especially with black women, especially looking at women in my family, we are literally used to or numb to pain until it actually does Til hurt us late. and bring us down yeah. uh, because we're so used to having to work through things and just take ownership of a a lot of our lives and other people's lives yeah because who got time to stop right right. and and so usually you you don't take the time to stop but eventually your body will stop you and then you're out of it you're you're done because you've waited so long where there was a small symptom at first you could have taken care of it and gotten on top of it but you didn't and it kept escalating and escalating until it was actually gone too far so with that being said, it made me think about something. If I was to ask you, what are five things that you really care about or five things that you really love, can both of you all give me five things that you really care about? Give me five. Five, five things. Uh, first of all, my daughter. Okay. Um, unequivocally, my daughter. Um, I care about um, a mentoring organization that I'm involved in where we mentor young women and men. I'm very passionate about that because we're raising up our own new leaders. I'm passionate about the work that I do, the advocacy that I do for low-income, first-generation individuals. Um, I'm passionate about me. Um, I'm not afraid to make a change within my lifestyle to be able to make sure that I can sustain me, whether it's going to a doctor or changing a diet. I'm very passionate about myself. Um, And I like to binge-watch TV. I'm like, I, that's something I'm there. What's your show? What show? First of all, this is my night, Thursday night. <laughs> okay, y'all, you are Grey's Anatomy and all my Thursday night Thursday show. Grey's Anatomy still, come on. It's back on, it's fall season. Oh, check it out. I was saying that forever. But no, and I like that. I'm not being funny, but I do like that because I, I spent many years not feeling guilty for watching TV. When I was in my doctoral program, I, could, I didn't watch TV. I didn't even know what was going on. You didn't have time. Yeah. And so when I got out of school, it was like, hallelujah, I can watch some TV and not feel guilty. So um, very passionate about just being able to sit down and put my feet up. And relax. Uh, and relax. And, you know, and not have to feel like I have to be somewhere. I have something to do. Because we do. Oh, yeah. What are your five things? Five things that I care about are about myself definitely and I've learned how to do that unapologetically as well Good job. I kind of grew up thinking that oh it's not always about you or being taught that it's not always about you it's not always about me but it helps if I think of me first yeah <laughs> yeah um, I am passionate about um, my relationship with God that's kind of what saved me and has kept me sane and has kept me uh, down to earth and uh, focused uh, from the past two years, um, I've been saved. Um, I care about 
my family, particularly the women in my family, um, whether they're siblings, cousins, grandmothers, aunts, uh, because there are a lot of women in my family, and I see how, in a way, they can be neglected mm-hmm. uh, when they take care of a lot of people or they don't get enough care that they need as um, a young woman or um, may feel that uh, they are underserved or Mm. unloved. I really do care about them and their hearts. Um, I care about my future. I'm passionate about my future. Um, As you should be. um, Especially with Mr. Eglin Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> young love. She should have been on the show last week before. <laughs> I'm very passionate about that um, because I know it is going to be something spectacular, so I definitely want to protect it. And I'm passionate about, um, about my gift to the world. Um, nice. Given that and serving people in any way that I can, I've learned that that was my gift, was to definitely serve people however I can. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I asked that question for a reason. And Did you give us your five? I don't have five. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I mean, I'm sure I do, but I hadn't thought about including myself in my five. But the reason why I asked the question was I just wanted to see where we would put ourselves mm-hmm. on the list of priorities. And the difference between the millennial and the non-millennial, I don't know if yours were in order, but you put yourself number four. It wasn't in order. order. It was an off-guard question. Okay. I wasn't expecting it. And uh-huh. I went first. Yeah. So, so yeah. No, yeah. I'm, 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 no. I wouldn't yeah. say that I'm fourth okay. on the list at all. Okay. Yeah. And you, you split yourself first, but she did have a little bit more time. Yeah. To <laughs> and that's why I didn't answer it, because I already knew the question, and I knew to answer it, me first. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, we don't put ourselves first. We don't mm-hmm. even put ourselves fourth. Actually... Had I asked you probably in a different setting and not talking about it on the show, you may have not even mentioned mm-hmm. yourself and how yeah. important you are to yourself. But we, we, you surely would have still mentioned your daughter. Mm-hmm. You surely would have still mentioned your family, you know, because those are the things that we think of, things that we have to take care of. I know many years my kids are grown now. I wasn't a priority at all. I had to make sure that they were okay that I made sure that they were where they needed to be and that they were at school and that they were doing the things that they needed to do. But if you look back at your family, you look back at the women you know, they were so busy probably putting you ahead of them that they missed a lot of things that was going on with themselves. Can you, can you attest to that? I definitely can, um, especially with my grandmother. We had to force my grandmother to go and get her nails and her feet done. Like, it was... It was that. Is that though? Okay, so with going to get her nails and feet done, forcing her to do that, I could definitely see that. But some people, you got to force to go to the doctor. Yeah. 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 To take their medicine, to, 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 to actually take care of themselves, not treat themselves, yeah. but take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. Especially our men, especially black men. Oh, yeah. Um, going to the doctor for them is. Like, like you, you got, got almost just handcuff and put them in the car, hogs come, you know, it's like, it's because, because many, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, they're, they're taught to tough, tough it out, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be all right, I'm all right, it's just a little this, or it's just a little that, put some tussing on it, you know, oh, put some tussing on it, many of our men don't do a good job of taking care of themselves, and then as women, we're overcompensating, trying to take care of them, and in the process, neglecting ourselves one of the things that i've learned is that as a um, when you talk about dna in your family when you know what you're predisposed to yeah so if you know that diabetes and high blood pressure and all of those things run in your family why would you make decisions 
that will be counterproductive to you avoiding those things. So why would you eat unhealthy foods? Why would you constantly put certain things in your body when you know your DNA says that you are predisposed to those particular things? Do you think that what you're eating and what you're putting in your body, I just kind of had this conversation, it, it makes a difference where you live too. Mm-hmm. Based oh, yeah. on what, what you're you eating, what you yeah. get, food deserts and all of that. So, so if your near store is the the, the, the store up on the corner where they charge you three dollars and forty nine cents for canned goods, or all they're selling is canned goods, and there is no fresh produce, uh, fresh freezers or fresh produce sections for you to get your food, and there's no access to quality food, absolutely, because you're putting pesticides and everything else in your body versus healthy green living. Yeah, and oh. I've noticed too, like even in just the area we were driving through, you see, and I work downtown, and I live in Bronzeville, close to Hyde Park, so I'm always seeing like fresh food places or healthier options, salad but bars. Depending on where you places. are, mm-hmm. if you're in Inglewood, you're gonna see Harold's Chicken, yeah. Nick Scott, and I love Harold's Chicken. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but on every other corner, you're like, okay, yeah. can y'all add something? That's no. they tried to put the whole food. Yeah, yeah. well, they're they're, the they're upgrading. Yes, I and can't say that. Though. They are. A few weeks ago, and I was like. If, if it was, was not just, just because, because I didn't have any place else to go in the moment, but it was expensive. Yeah. And so, and I have, I make a salary. Yeah. But imagine for individuals that can't even afford to yeah. eat healthy. You don't eat the fast food. You right. Don't eat I see kids eat Cheetos all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Cheetos for breakfast. But I will say, speaking of, because you said Whole Foods. All these is trying to come up now. Mm. They they have changed such a yeah. such a lot. I get a lot of my produce from there, and you know, that's part of Whole Foods family. Ah, no, I didn't know. So that that would make sense. But they definitely have options there. But you have to be purposeful yet again about what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, what you're feeding your family, and also what you're taking in, not just food wise, but Period. I know both of you ladies told me that you were on social media breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's a that's an important part of self care. Yeah. Detaching from yeah. all of that stuff. You know, the news, like the guy that was just on the show before us was he's a visitor to Chicago. And he was saying that, Oh, Chicago, I'ma get shot or something like that. And the news is putting that stuff out there. And you taking that stuff in. And when you sitting back all day long, I think about things now that I never would have thought of before. I actually every time I get in the car, unfortunately, I think about the fact that I could get shot driving down the street, you know, and putting that kind of stuff on your brain mm-hmm. all the time, you know, that that's that creates anxieties anxiety and worries. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to stop it. Yeah. I don't know how to stop that particular thought process from crossing my mind. And I think that is something that we need to figure out, too, how to help with anxiety. Mm -hmm. Do you all have any things that you do to kind of calm yourself when you have a lot going on? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I I, I talked talked earlier about about just self-checking with your mental mental wellness, um, whether it's the therapist, whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga. um, I have a daily routine. Every morning when I wake up and every night before I go to bed, I have some type of devotional or meditation um, thing that I do. I have um, air demystifiers where I'm, you know, pouring out, you know, um, essential oils, but something to try to calm my mind. Um, I had suffered from migraines, but mine were hormonal, but paying attention to my body, I was able to figure out what I needed to do to be able to rectify that. Um, and so, so thankfully, I haven't had a migraine in the last uh, 30 to 40 days. But, and, and I was, I was having, having four to five of them per month. Yeah, wow. I used to be bad like that, too. I used to have them. It was so bad where I had uh, a medical excuse from work. 
mm-hmm. for migraine headaches. I yeah. was getting them just that often and just that yeah. regularly. Yeah. 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 So just, you know, uh, whether it's meditation, yoga, I started yoga on Monday. Um, but knowing your body and knowing what you need and recognizing when you're in an anxious state, right? So many times we're so used to just going about our day or, you know, we even, you know, acknowledging ourselves. Oh, well, that's just so-and-so. She just agitated. She just this. Well, she hungry. Well, why is she acting that way? Right. What can we do to help this individual figure that out so that they can rectify that and that not become an identifier for them? Oh, she's just agitated. Well, let me ask you something. Both of you all, how do you know when you feel anxiety in your body? What does that feel like? Because a lot of times I think, we could skip over that not paying attention oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. what that sign is. Me, yeah. I even have that in my assessment that I, I know I have anxiety. Okay. Um, I think we all do. Yeah. I think living in the city, they say, and I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I know that I moved away from Chicago and I came back, and they say a lot of people that were raised here have PTSD mm-hmm. or very close symptoms I could of believe PTSD. It. Um, well, like I said, I work downtown. Like Seeing all these people, all this fast movement, talking to like 10 people within like three minutes, uh, like with five different conversations can kind of cause like some anxiety for me, um, especially escalated issues. Um, Ways I kind of cope with my anxiety is, um, I would definitely say I'm a smells touch, I'm like a senses person. Uh So I need to have like some lavender oil. Um, I've tried doing like lavender oil on my hands at night while I sleep or putting it on my pillow and it helps to calm me. I do know that if I feel anxious, I will start to pick what my is, hands. What does feel anxious? So feeling maybe like, um, the best way I can maybe describe it is maybe feeling a little jumpy, okay. uh, agitated or irritable. Um, can't really think straight or feeling the need to maybe just not have this fight or flight uh, reflex, but uh-huh. very just unsettled mm-hmm. instead of feeling calm peaceful relaxed you feel kind of tensed up um and maybe even something going on with the mind as far as your thoughts racing can't really think straight mm. just you know processing too many things at once and i feel like social media that's why i'm fasting uh one of the reasons why i'm fasting from social media is to kind of keep my mind from trying to process too many things so going on much at once. yeah so much yeah. And, and i, I think, think too i think anxiety can look different for different individuals um um, it's for, for me when, when I'm, when I, and it doesn't happen often, but I, my daughter suffers from anxiety. Um, and so her anxiety looks very different from my anxiety. And so being able to pay attention and understanding what brings on her anxiety, it's, um, a lot of assignments, uh-huh. do, a lot of back-to-back due dates, a lot of things like that. Then it gets her in an agitated space or it gets her in a space where she may shut down. Um, so it really looks different for different individuals. For me, um, I can get anxiety if I'm overstimulated. So if it's a lot going on and I'm a, you know, move about, you know, I'm always involved in different things. But if I'm in a space where I'm overstimulated, where there's music and there's conversations and there's other kinds, then I'm like, okay, you like, mom, I will literally do like this. Like, I have to bring myself back, like, wait a minute, hold up. Um, but it just looks different. I've been in spaces at work sometimes where I would find myself feeling dizzy. Like, like I have to, to mentally bring myself into a space of calmness. Um, so again, it looks different for different individuals, but one of the things I do is I kind of go inward um, because a lot of times I will 
be out. I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not processing what I'm feeling or what I'm dealing with. So I know when I'm in that space, it's time for me to go in with what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And what can I do to kind of calm this space for myself? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know for me, anxiety definitely usually starts in my belly. Mm. A lot of times, you know, you feel something in your stomach. Something just doesn't feel quite right. Okay. And I'm like you said, I'm a busy person. I got my hands in a lot of pot, a lot of projects going on. And sometimes my body, I'll feel it in my back. Yeah. Mm. I'll feel the energy in my back. My head will start to hurt. And I have to take a moment and stop and recognize what's going on. Because as you said, as we all agree, we push through stuff. Like yeah. I got deadlines to meet. I got stuff to do. I can't, I don't have time to stop mm -hmm. and deal with this. But anxiety will escalate and it'll mm -hmm. actually make you physically sick. Mm -hmm. It'll make you to a point where some people can't even go out in public because of the anxiety that mm -hmm. they feel. Like you said, a lot of people being around, a lot of things going on, a lot of noise, things like that. So we have to take into consideration the things that trigger us. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we have to definitely get a coping mechanism in place, whether that's to just stop what you're doing and go sit down in a corner yeah. somewhere and be alone. Because sometimes you just need a minute to, to re, you know, refocus, adjust yourself. Uh, I love the candles. I'm yeah, a candle girl at home. Mm -hmm. yeah. Candles, you light me a candle anywhere. Or a plug-in. I got plug-ins yeah. all around the house now because those are helpful. I've tried the lavender, lavender mm -hmm. on the pillows. Um, even for my dogs. I got a couple dogs and they get... Uh, when fireworks and things like that are going on, oh, the, yeah. the the uh, lavender helps. I've never tried the was it CBD? CBD? Oh, I haven't either. I haven't tried any CBD of that stuff. Oil. Have you tried it? I have tried some droplets, and it was really because um, somebody just was telling me to try it out because I told them I was having like some leg pain. I was uh -huh. standing on my feet all day. Um, it oddly enough, now I'm remembering it. It relaxed me like unintentionally. Like you know how you're thinking about, oh, this is gonna work. I'm sitting here thinking about how my feet were hurting uh -huh. and I'm just like almost like sinking into my seat, mm -hmm. shoulders relaxed, and I'm just like at peace. Like, and then my pain went away and this was in like a matter of minutes. Really? Wow. So if you get a good, really good strand of CBD oil, um, I would say try it because- I'm so scared. Y'all don't mm -hmm. even I don't, know. I've never smoked anything. I don't I've think never, there's any like or anything that gets you high with CBD oil, especially if it's medical grade. Um, yeah, but the, so it doesn't get you high because that's my fear. I swear, I swear, I think no, I feel like I'm going to get high. And you'd have to, you know, grab like a trusted vendor. You okay. can't just grab yeah, from it's anybody. It's like you sell everywhere though. Nowadays, you can't like, trust it everywhere. They were doing something on the news the other day. People were selling these gummies and other things, and it's not a strain of CBD in it, but they're promoting it and yeah. advertising it. As it's well. like that yeah, in the drugstores. They are. I think Dr. Oz said that only 13% of these companies who have these CBD products actually contains the CBD yeah. to make sure that it works. Even really? if you read the bottom of the, like the ingredients list, you're gonna be like, okay, why is CBD all the way at the bottom? First. It's called dimethicone and silicones and glycerin. <laughs> placebo yeah. We we think Most we definitely. fit. Yeah, we okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and oh, I think it was. Is it THC or HTC? I, I think, think it's it it HTC. That's okay. the one. Why are you looking I said like something. Or you? Yeah. THC. Something <laughs> like that. 
<laughs> I'm over here talking like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, what is so, it? THC. THC, what is that? You know, that's the, that is the, I think that's the ingredient that where you feel that effect. Did we really all just like, oh yeah. The elevates it? Yeah, the phone. It sounds right. We got the letters there. Right. It sounds professional if you say it. And we like, yes. See, but I, was, I am definitely afraid of that, but I've been hearing a lot about mm-hmm. it. A lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. now everybody as an entrepreneur, I follow, you know, read a lot of other entrepreneurs and everybody want to sell cannabis. Yeah. yeah. And I heard it's legal. Is it in Illinois soon? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. You can so, smell it throughout the city. It's yeah. legal now. Oh, is it? At my job, I work in Chicago State, State and we're hosting something centered around cannabis mm-hmm. and you know, in Illinois, and in my particular office is located at what we call an aquaponics facility. So there we grow different greens, vegetables, plants, tilapia, and there they're looking. Yeah, and they're looking at bringing um, it there to that particular location. So um, some potential things that may be on the horizon, but I mean, people—it's an industry, right? Yeah. And people are trying to see how can we either maximize this industry or benefit from it um, in a way that not only you know business owners but the community can benefit from it. Okay. Um, we, we know, know that they close a lot of mental health facilities in yeah. Chicago, yeah. South Side, North Side, and West Side. Um, so, so what, what can, can we do to help support it if it's not necessarily a marijuana per se, but, but it is something that can help calm someone dealing with some anxiety or dealing with some um, symptoms of some sort that may be affected by their mental wellness, then um, why not, right? Um, I think one of the things, and I know you did a show about mental health um, in, in the, the past, past, but it, it is really important, important to talk about when we're looking at self-care. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know, know and, and, and in our community, community being the black community, per se, we find mental health to be such a taboo topic. topic. And I think is we're getting... still? I think yeah. we're getting, I think we're getting away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's it still is something that, that even if we can talk about it openly, but the three of us could be talking about it, but not everyone will say, well, I have a therapist, so I've been to a therapist, so I need to see a therapist, a girl, give me a therapist number. Um, I think we're getting to that place, but it's still so far removed from our conversation, our day-to-day conversation, that we're not talking about how we're doing on a day-to-day basis. These conversations are not happening often enough to the point that people are suicidal, people have thought about it, people are... Uh, depressive people don't realize that depression is an actual thing it's not just i'm sad feeling or i'm sad or i'm not crazy if i'm depressed no depressed means that you're dealing with something and there's ways and there's individuals that can support you through that there's coping mechanisms that you can use to get through that but because we're not willing to go talk to somebody about it or what happens in my house stays in my house oh then we grow up to be depressed little girls to grow up to be depressed women that don't know how to manage our own uh, emotions yeah. Don't care uh-huh. um, and, and everything else that we've been taught to suppress shows through our belly, shows through our outbreaks in our skin, shows through our eating and self care patterns. Um, or like and that's so true. Yeah. All of the Amen. things that you said are one hundred percent true, and I can attest yeah. to them just yeah. myself because I know at the time I didn't necessarily know that I was going through depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is when I look back at pictures from a different period of time in my life, my face always was broke out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I always had a headache. I yeah. always was just irritable, didn't want to be bothered. But there, when someone asked me how I was doing, I was like, oh, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. Like, that's the standard answer. No, I mean, I guess if someone says, how are you doing? You don't want to be like, well, right. I had eight right. bad <laughs> things happen today. But 
nobody's talking about for real yeah. what's going on. I was on Instagram uh, because, you know, Facebook, I got locked out of Facebook. And I, I kind of liked it a little bit, though. I, I Intentional. Didn't, I, I didn't like it at the time because I was so connected to it. But not being able to get on there, I was like, huh, I got a lot more time on my hands. Because whenever I wasn't doing anything, I was on this phone, on Facebook, mm-hmm. looking at things. But so now my vice is Instagram, but it's okay. I'm, I'm, work, I'm working through it, working through it. But I was on Instagram and I saw uh, Maisha Cheney. She was the, she's the wife of one of the pastors that was on that show. What was it called? Pastors of L.A., Preachers of oh, L.A. Preachers of, yeah, yeah oh, Preachers yeah. of L.A. I like that show. Y'all don't judge me. I did like it. But she was on there. She has a movement called um, Hiding Behind the Lipstick. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like about taking off that mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we all do wear a mask. People are not mm-hmm. talking about things that need to be talked about. Just like for me, myself, I was involved in a domestic violence situation for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that I was hiding it. I just didn't even know that it was something that mm-hmm. I really needed to talk about. It was kind of one of those things. What happens in my house stays in my house. Yeah. And it, it's done and it's over with. But those things have residual effects Mm -hmm. when you when you go through something you go through some type of trauma it comes out it comes out in one way or another and we need ways to bring that out and get out of that and yoga is something that you said and i know a lot of people are using yoga to help to alleviate stresses and to just help yourself your body I think yoga does more for your your posture and your body mm-hmm. and things like that. Have you tried? You did yoga? I have not tried yoga. Um, I've been wanting to, but after taking my little test, it, I was thinking even Pilates because I've always kind of wanted to try Pilates. Uh-huh. I've noticed that whenever I do something um, very physical to where it gets my heart rate up, um, that I feel really good afterwards. Okay. So exercise. Do you run? I am a runner. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to probably start doing is making myself a running schedule, a jump rope schedule. Okay. Um, and then, like I said, usually after that, I feel like there was just this release of energy that needed to come out. I agree. And I feel calm and relaxed. Mm-hmm. I get really good sleep after that. Running is good. Do you run? Um, I, saw, I started running a couple weeks ago at work. We um, have what's called um, Walking Wednesdays. So we are doing this kind of challenge at work. And midday on Wednesdays, we walk. Um, but I challenged myself to not just walk, but to run every couple miles or every couple couple laps. But in terms of um, just the yoga itself, I've done regular yoga and I've done hot yoga. Hot yoga is the bomb. Oh, my You are sweating from places you didn't know you can sweat from. And you sleep so well after that. People assume that because it's so hot, oh, my God, I'm going to be drained. I lay, I lay out, out there for a minute, minute but, but I get, get up, and it's like, like a second wind. Mm. It's, it's a whole burst of energy. It is, try it. Go I'm have to try it. They'll always have, like, a five, six-week six uh, special. Um, but I love yoga, one, because it isn't just the physical. Your mind is relaxed. You're, you're taught to turn off your mind and just, like, allow your body. We're so tense. Like, we're, even when I first sat here, I'm so used to sitting straight up. I was like, oh, I got to relax a little bit. get comfortable. But we're so taught to, like, be like this, that yoga forces you to kind of relax your shoulders, lay back, you know, allow your body to just be. Um, and that's not something that's really uncomfortable for us, but to embrace being comfortable and just being. And even in therapy, therapy teaches you turn your mind off. So I had I, a couple of weeks ago, we had this thing at work where a 
I don't. I, I think she's technically a life coach, but she came mm-hmm. in and she was teaching us about meditation and things yeah. like that. And she gave us this tip at first: before you start to meditate or anything, you need to do something called a brain dump. Mm-hmm. And I know I definitely my brain doesn't turn off very easily. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was very hard for me to do a brain dump because my brain never turns off. It's hard <laughs> for me to sit still and at peace yeah. Yeah. for five minutes, yeah. let alone twenty. Yeah. yeah, has anybody mastered that? Can you, no, can you it almost feels it. guilty for me. Like oh, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something. Yeah. Am I supposed to be doing something? Yeah. Should I relax here? Okay, maybe not for too long. Like I yeah, start yeah. thinking about it's, it too much. It's terrible. Yeah, but meditation <laughs> is the same. Like. I find, I find myself, myself in meditation, meditation even. even. I'm, I'm like, like, I literally try, try to get like five to seven minutes in. in. If, if I'm, I'm feeling real super girlish, I might go ten. But woo, minute three, three, my mind is like, okay, how much more time do I got? Oh, my you know, it's you know, like you start thinking about getting the day started, or oh, I should turn my mind off, or you know. But it literally is a challenge. But if I think if you keep practicing at it, you I won't say you'll master, but you'll get better at it. Because we always have situations and circumstances or seasons where our mind are more is more racy than the other but i think the more you practice it the better you can become at it so okay i might have to try something because I, i'm not good at it i would say try listening to there's a lot of playlists on spotify that have to do with like um calming so they have things with like ocean waves mm-hmm. or violin yeah. strings yeah. or it's not gonna work for me. none mm-hmm. of that works music just, worship music i mean i i do yeah. i my mind just that's one one of my struggles mm-hmm. is turning my brain off mm-hmm. and you both kind of know me you know i'm a it's a lot mm-hmm. going on but i have a um i put on like on my pandora playlist mm-hmm. i'll put on something like that or someone introduced me introduced me to a website which had guided meditation yeah. on it and Mm-hmm. It had the ocean waves and all of that, mm-hmm. and it did not calm me. Like it's just background noise. You know, you know what, what you need? What do I need? An accountability partner. Oh God, I do. I really do. I really do. Somebody that. But how can you keep me accountable for being calm? Hey, what you doing? Um, typing a paper, trying to feed my dog. Um, getting ready to pick That's out this outfit. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you get a chance, go ahead and take a deep breath. And I'm be sitting holding the phone, so like, on and on, so dude, on. I gotta go. I or maybe just, that could just be your distraction for that moment. But now that is a, actually talking <laughs> to friends is it's like a, a good. Yeah, way. it's a good <laughs> distraction. That'll be like some, if I can get into a good conversation because I can't even watch TV for that same reason. <laughs> I can't sit still long enough mm-hmm. to get into a TV show. Mm-hmm. And but talking to friends and laughing and stuff like that—that's good therapy for yeah. me. Yeah. Laughter is definitely good yeah. therapy yeah. for sure. Um, so what uh what else what other kind of things i mean i'm, I'm a music person okay um even at work i'll turn on either my youtube music station or pandora yeah. music station and my staff will crack up because at eight nine o'clock in the morning i might be bumping some gospel some tasha by noon it might be erica badu yeah and by five o'clock i'm bumping some jazz it's yeah. just, and then one day all in the same day so I think listening to whatever my body is feeling or whatever my mind and my spirit is feeling, whether I'm feeling uh, inspirational, whether I'm feeling um, 
gospel, but I'm feeling like I feel like some nineties biggie. Yeah. Right. I mean, because you know? we between we Proverbs thirty one yeah. and Cardi B, <laughs> <laughs> like for you know, real. I think honoring yourself, like honoring all of who you are. I think a lot of times we're so used to trying to be what the expectation is or be what individuals expect us to be. So for me, I'm a lay minister in my congregation, and so the world would typically have someone with the title of a minister or lay or whatever. Oh, you can't listen to Biggie, or you can't dance, or you can't. I grew up in the 90s, and so, so this music makes me feel a certain right. way. I can, I can feel liberated um, here just as I can feel liberated over here. Every exactly. I agree with that. So I think being uh, honoring yourself, being true to who you are, and not being afraid to um, be that in front of the world. I think when the world sees that you can be all of who you are, no matter where you are, no matter. That's a don't great play, place you don't to start your day. Play your gospel, yeah. uh, mass choir gospel. Right. Play some real worship music. Yeah. Worship that you probably wouldn't normally play. And when I tell you that stuff calms my spirit, I listen until I get on my uh, train for the day. Uh-huh. And then maybe I might end my day with, you know, some um, hip hop, some R&B. And there's some, nothing yeah. wrong with that. I know, yeah. what did India Ari say? Do whatever feels good in your soul. That's mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it really feels good to your soul. Yeah. So I want to go over, I always look for an article related to what we're talking about. And so Forbes is a magazine that I enjoy. And one of the things that they, well, some of the things that they said about self-care is um, to know your worth. Know that you are important. Self-care is important to maintain healthy relationships with yourself and other people. It uh, produces positive feelings. Uh, they said a healthy work-life balance. I don't yeah. know. A lot of people struggle with that. Are we still struggling uh, with that up here? Oh, no. You know, I had to tell my, my job struggles with that. <laughs> they struggle with your health-life work-life balance. They want me to be there all the time. <laughs> Personal days anymore. definitely because so many of us nowadays we are we are we're not that go to the same job for 20 30 years. Nope. I don't know anybody. We're entrepreneurs yeah. plus nine to five people yes. plus you know this and plus that. And so I think we are those circumstances are forcing us to tell them jobs. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Or not a half a day. But whatever's not done, we'll be here when I get here tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Stress management definitely managing your stress. Um, start living and stop yeah. just existing. Hey, that yeah. is a good one. That's a good one. We're going through with our checklist and just checking stuff off. Uh, so guilty of going out and making sure you get the perfect selfie mm-hmm. while you out instead mm-hmm. of enjoying. Put the, put the phone away. You like, let's minute. make sure. Yeah, let's sit and down and make sure. Take a trip. I'm so sick of people saying I'm going on vacation. And you ain't going nowhere. Nah. <laughs> I ain't been on vacation Usually, since 2012. I, a belt. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I, I recently over the, I think I spent my 40th birthday in South Africa. I was, that was something that I wanted to do. It was a bucket list item for me, you know, for turning 40. And ever since then, my best friends and I have done an international trip. I was like, oh, Mexico is cool and all, but there's let's go some further yeah. to see. And so I think that that's. Honoring, honoring yourself, yourself too. Mm-hmm. Treating yourself. Yeah. You go to work every day. You got a job, a salary, some benefits, and some bills, and everything else. Use your time 
and, and we, we can, can do, do anything, anything if we plan for it. Yeah. Absolutely. It costs too much. That I went to South Africa for 12 days under $4,000, included every single thing except for a couple of meals. We can do anything if we plan for it, but our problem is we too afraid to plan for it. We rather spend the money on it. That's all another conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get <laughs> me started. I my soapbox Girl, sometimes, sometimes, though, we got to get on each other about that because we're not taking care of ourselves. We're not honoring ourselves. We're not valuing ourselves. So definitely the topic for today was me, myself, and I. And, and the important thing about that is we got just a couple minutes, right, Corey? So the important thing about me, myself, and I is doing things that will help you, That's right. yourself, your soul. And with helping yourself and your soul, you can help your community. You can help your children. You can help grow your businesses. But if you don't take care of yourself, you cannot expect to sustain taking care of anything or anybody else for an extended period of time. Do you all have any words that you would like to leave with our audience about caring for yourself? And I'm so proud of you, Deja, I have to say. Uh, this this millennial over here, y'all are, every week, these millennials are coming in here. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, the, you guys just look at stuff a little bit different. I think you look at what happened before you and say, okay, I need to change some things about that. And that's amazing. So I would love to hear if you have any advice that you want to leave with our audience before we go. Um, yes, I would say definitely, if you are a believer, create that space and that relationship with between you and God, um, because he's going to show you how to take care of yourself. Um, he is going to take care of you. Um, another thing is to, to definitely, it's never too late for some reason, this is coming up, but for women especially, it's never too late to look good. It's crazy to say, but when you look good, you feel good. You do. So please take time out to, like I said, go and get your nails and toes done. Um, maybe go get you some lashes. Get your eyebrows arched. And it's not a splurge. That's yeah, not a splurge. It's taking care of your appearance because when you feel better or when you look better, you feel better. But also even just... Um, as far as like pampering yourself, I feel like we don't really do that unless we do go out and go to a spa, but learn how to pamper yourself and take care of yourself at home and create a safe space within your home as That's well. That's a good point because my home, I like to make sure all of my favorite things are there. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time there. So you want to have your nice, comfortable blanket. You want to have your favorite coffee or tea or wine if that's your choice. I guess your CBD oil with, with the <laughs> HTC or whatever Corey said it is. <laughs> THC. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. T H. Jesus Christ. <laughs> iPhone. I want to work. <laughs> no, but you know whatever those things are that make you feel well, and I want to make sure to say to be be intentional about what you eat and make your appointments. Go to the doctor. Go to the dentist. Go to the hairstylist. Get a massage. Go to the chiropractor. Did you have any there? I do. Um, so Deja mentioned um, just her 21-day um, fast. So I just finished a 21-day fast. And I think one of the things that helped me be successful and one of the things that limits our ability to be successful with taking care of ourselves is preparation. So preparing at the beginning of the week or preparing the night before, I think really helps us be uh, intentional about and it just gets your day started out you know better when you're rushing around trying to find this oh, that's the worst. in the morning before you leave out you worried about whether you forgot something and I think just being intentional about preparing um, ahead of time is definitely and again putting self first honoring your no honoring your no and um, no is a complete sentence a whole complete sentence <laughs> 
<laughs> and, it, and being unapologetic about it. Don't feel guilty it's okay. for honoring your no. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely think that starting there, yeah. I like that. And with honoring your no, another way to look at that is don't say yes to something when you want to say maybe. Yeah. Mm. Don't say yes. Say say maybe. Right. So you I give yourself that room because in my mm-hmm. insistent on my shoulders, that was one of the things I talked about in my chapter is agreeing to stuff that you are not in agreement with right. mm-hmm. and that that's hard that's real. Yeah. that brings anxiety that brings stress that brings resentment yeah. so honor your no and say maybe if you need to say maybe without yeah. saying mm-hmm. yes so that's about all that i have i definitely thank you ladies for coming on bringing you. your advice if they want to reach you miss deja tell them again where they could get in touch you, you guys can reach me at beautybyday.com or you can reach me on social media on instagram or facebook at beautybyday. or i'm sorry Beauty by Day, B E A U T E by D A I. Thank you. And Ms. Dr. Nay over here telling about Truthfully Speaking and how they can contact you. Sure thing. You can reach me at my website, is Truthfully Speaking with Dr. Nay.net. Um, and also, you can reach me on Facebook at Truthfully Speaking with Dr. Nay. Um, and Instagram is uh, Dr. Nay underscore the author, Dr. D O C T O R N A Y underscore the author. Absolutely. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. As I say, as I end every show, this is her rules. My belief is that when a woman makes the rules, she changes the game. So you make the rules for your life, ladies, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.